and we back in this thing like we left something. Welcome back to this week's episode of I Got a Story to Tell. This is episode 24. That's a two and a four. 24. After today's episode, two episodes left in the first season of this podcast. Like I told y'all before, after episode 26, which will be our last one, we will take a six week break. In those six weeks, I will be posting and putting up and sharing and all that shit. The episodes from season one onto YouTube. Um, After six weeks, we will be back with season two of I Got a Story to Tell. It's Super Bowl week, y'all, and the Cincinnati Bengals in that thing. You hear me? Who day? But y'all know how I do. Before we get started, I always got to give someone their flowers. And this week, I'm giving flowers to my boy, my frat brother, my brother, Willis Johnson, a.k.a. Pete. Pete, I love you, brother. To see the father, the husband, the man you've become over the years, It's super dope, man. We go back. We go back. We go back. We go back. All the way back to when y'all had the yellow house in the heritage. My aunt Joe was living around the corner. We would drive past. I'd be like, who these niggas in this yellow house? It was y'all. I just want to say, brother, to see who you've become is dope. To see the traveling photos that you and the family take, whether it's overseas down to florida california whatever it is is dope brother keep doing what you're doing keep being the person that you are i love you brother keep going and with that being said y'all know what time it is i got a story to tell let's go takes place in the year 2003 that's two zero another zero and the number three now as you all know it is super bowl week this week who day and i chose this week's story because it's super bowl week who day and this is my story about going to my first super bowl Like I said, the year is 2003. I'm excited about going to the Super Bowl that year in which the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are playing the then Oakland Raiders in the Super Bowl in San Diego, California at Qualcomm Stadium. So I'm excited for a couple reasons. One, it's San Diego. So I had been wanting to go to San Diego. I had never gone at that point. And the reason I wanted to go is because I want to say it was 97, maybe 97 or 98. My brother had gone to the Super Bowl in San Diego. And I remember being in college and my brother calling me and being like, man, you got to come to San Diego. It's beautiful. It's this, it's that. So in my mind, I'd always stored that away as I got to get to San Diego, which I feel currently the most beautiful place in this country. So 
that was one reason. Second reason is it's the Super Bowl. I'm there to kick it, you know, the partying, the fun, the celebrities, the, the women, the all of that, right? So I'm like, man, it's gonna be dope. I never missed a Super Bowl. Still haven't missed watching a Super Bowl in my life. Plus, I had tickets to that game sitting fourth row, so I'm excited about that. Um, so that's why I'm super excited about Super Bowl 2003. So that Thursday, the 23rd of January, 2003, my brother and I, we fly out from Tampa to San Diego. We land. I'm excited as can be. Get off the bird. Our driver is there waiting for us. His name's Willis. We find out from the uh, airline that there's a problem and our baggage won't be available for another three hours. I'm like, whoa, there's all type of problems. So they're like, you're gonna have to wait at least three hours at this point to get your bags. So we tell the driver, the driver's like, okay, cool. Well, are y'all hungry? We like, yeah, we can eat. He was like, there's a Denny's around the corner. So we like, fuck it, let's go. So he takes us to Denny's. We go inside, we're sitting down, happy as can be. About 15 minutes later, the driver walks in, sits down at our table. We looking like, fuck is dude doing? He sits down and starts to tell us all about his life. He starts saying, hey, you know, back in the day, you know, when I was in Oakland, I lived in Oakland, you know, I'm, I was a pimp. I'm like, word? He like, word. So he's telling us all the holes he ran and all that. He was like, man, if I was still pimping, if I was still in the game, I had so many holes up and down these streets right now this weekend. I make all this, all this shit, right? We like, word? He like, word. He then tells us, he is like, hey, the women used to call me Sweet Dick Willie. Y'all can just call me that. I'm looking like, nigga, I'm not finna call you no sweet dick nothing. Pause, nigga, type, man. So I'm like, nah, you, you, I give you Willis. I give you Willis or Willie or something like, nigga, I ain't finna call you sweet dick nothing. So we finish, ride around for a little bit, finally go back and get our luggage. I'm happy. It's time to go to the hotel. We are staying at the Radisson on Front Street. F-R-O-N-T, that's F-R-A. O-N-T. We know a lot of people staying out at the hotel, out by the racetrack, uh, people staying all over. But we picked the Radisson on Front Street. That's F-R-O-N-T. Because we knew a lot of people were going to be staying there. That was going to be a hot spot. So that's where we stayed. Like I said, I'm excited to be in San Diego because of San Diego. I've always wanted to go. I'm excited because of the Super Bowl. I'm also excited because I'm like, hey, there's going to be some celebrities out here, which mean I might be able to get chose or do some choosing. Oh, when I tell y'all, I said it before in the other podcast. Back at that time, there was there was a stint from like 01 to 05. Where myself, my brother, my brother, Mac, my brother, DC, we have done some kicking it on next levels, been in some rooms that cats wouldn't believe, been next to people cats wouldn't believe. And I said before, if there was social media at that time, y'all would have been like, oh, these niggas wildin'. They on some other shit. There's a lot of shit I probably won't ever tell on this podcast. Because if I told y'all, y'all be like, man, that nigga lying. But it's true. You ask my brother, 
Mac, or DC. They'll tell y'all. Some shit so crazy, I'll be like, man, ain't no way. Yeah, way. So anyway, we get to the hotel, check in, go up to our floor. My brother goes to his room, I go to my room. First thing I do when I walk into the hotel, turn on the TV, look around the room, go look out the balcony. I sit down on my bed and the first thing that comes across the screen is Nell Carter, actress Nell Carter, has died. I'm like, damn, that's messed up. That's you know, Nell Carter, give me a break, right? So I'm like, damn, that's messed up. So later on that evening, my brother and I, we go out to eat, eat a little bit. He like, hey, we're going to get up in the morning, you know, see what's going on and go from there. Cool. Friday morning. We wake up early. Our boy who plays for the Buccaneers at the time is going to do an interview on, I don't know if y'all remember the show, Best Damn Sports Show, period, with Michael Strahan, Tom Arnold, uh, Rob Dibble used to be on there, So they're, uh, and John Sally. And so they're doing the show down at the aircraft carrier that's downtown San Diego. So our boy is like, hey, I want y'all to go to the show with me. We're like, all right. So we go. We get there. And my brother and I are sitting in the green room while our boy is doing the interview. We're sitting there. It's a little room. It's very small. You walk up these stairs, walk in this room. It's like a love seat and two chairs. And there's a table with like water and pop and stuff like that. So we're sitting there. I got my head down. I'm texting on my phone, trying to see what the moves are. My brother's on his phone. He texting, trying to see what the moves are. We're sitting there chilling. All of a sudden, John Sally walks in. John Sally, former Hooper, former NBA player. Tall as shit, right? He comes in, looks at my brother and myself, and he say, what's up, niggas? We like, what's up, nigga? He like, shit. He sits down in one of the chairs across from him. Nigga legs long as shit. So his legs are out like in the middle of the floor, and I want to be like, nigga, move your feet back, man, so I can stretch out my legs. So he's sitting there. He's looking down at his phone. He texts him. Ain't nobody saying nothing, right? This is my first sign that celebrities and athletes, they real and regular people too, right? He looks up. He looks back down at his phone and he giggles. He's like, <laughs> so I look up like type shit he on, right? I have on some jeans, a white t-shirt, um, I forget what kind of shoes I had on. My brother has on a light blue, gray, and white Vocal Velour sweatsuit, right? Y'all remember Nelly had the shit Vocal, right? So he has on that with some blue suede Tims, right? So John Sally looks up again and he let off a little giggle, right? <laughs> so I'm like thinking to myself like, man, what type shit buddy on, man? So he like, Hey, what y'all on tonight? What's popping? We like, shit, we might go to this spot and this. He like, yeah, I heard that's popping, all this shit, right? It gets quiet again, and then he looks up, and he's like, oh, I see somebody got some new Tims. Man, we bust out laughing. Because, like I told y'all on a previous episode, my circle, my family, everybody I love and I'm close to, we roast. We roast. If you have thin skin, you might not want to be around us. Because we roasting. 
So when he said that, we instantly bust out laughing. Like, hell nah. He like, I'm just fucking with y'all, man. And it was cool. And I'm like, oh, this nigga's hilarious, right? Continue laughing, talking, whatever. He's like, hey, wherever y'all go, hey, hit me up. Let me know what the move is for the night. So we leave. Go back to the hotel. My brother says, hey, try and go do some shopping real quick. I'm like, yeah, we can we can do it. At the time, my brother was so big into throwbacks. Y'all know early 2000s, throwbacks was the shit. Now, I can say this with all the confidence in the world. I didn't know anybody personally that could fuck with my brother when it came to having throwbacks, right? He was, if there was a throwback, he was going to have it. Any sport, the most rarest of throwback, he was going to search and get it, right? So we're chilling at the hotel. He like, hey, I heard they got this throwback spot. I'm going to go check it out, see what they got. I say, cool. So we go down there. It's like a little shopping area. We go into the spot. Now, y'all know throwbacks at the time was three, four, five hundred dollars, sometimes six hundred dollars. Right. My brother was dropping bread on throwbacks. So we go into the spot. It's a who's who of, you know, uh, video vixens and, you know, uh, rappers and all that shit right in the spot because it's super bowl weekend we walk in we don't say shit my brother letting people they looking and shit because they got the throwbacks up real high you got to go get the nigga with the uh with the, the the stick to get them up off the the thing up high right so people like oh let me see that so my brother being who he is if y'all been around my brother y'all know him. he's getting irritated with niggas just just looking I hear my brother. <sighs> man, these niggas need to come on, man. So, my brother gets tired of waiting. Looks at the dude. Hey, my man. Dude, like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be with you in a minute. He like, nah, man. They just looking. Like, I'm trying to buy something. He like, okay, what you need? So, my brother like, let me get that one, that one, that one, that one, that one, and that one, and that one. He like, all of them? He like, yeah. When he did that, motherfuckers started looking like, the fuck? Chicks looking, the fuck? Who is this nigga? Again, throwbacks at the time, three, four, five, sometimes $600, right? So I think he bought shit, like six or seven of them that day. So they pulling them down. They tell him his total. Hit him with the black card, boom. Pay for his shit, we out. We gone. Motherfuckers looking like, well, damn, who was that nigga, right? So at the time... I had um, a cell phone, and y'all remember the old Motorola uh, two-way pages, right? The silver joints that niggas would have. So I had a cell phone and the Motorola, right? So we go downstairs. My brother and I see this dude, and he has... Motorola had made a new two-way pager. Had like a little knob on the top, like an antenna. You plug the headphones in it and you can use it as a phone as well. So my brother asked, he said, hey, where you get that at? He's like, right over there. Showed us to the phone store. We go in there. My brother like, shit, I need that. So he gets uh, me and him one. To this day, to this day, that was the only phone that I had that would work in the basement of Hartsfield Jackson Airport. 
for anybody who's ever flown out of Atlanta, y'all know we got to go downstairs, take the train, other, you know, uh, other gates and all that. Right. Before then, every phone I had, if I was on it or texting, I would lose signal once I get downstairs on the train. That two way I got with the phone was the only one that never stopped working. I love that thing. So anyway, we get those. We go back to the hotel. We chilling. Our boy calls us. He's like, hey, man, what y'all doing? We like shit chilling like y'all trying to eat, go to lunch back. So he was staying for all of my people who are golf fans and golf fanatics. Y'all know what Torrey Pines golf course is and what it represents. Right. So our boy is staying at the Hilton at Torrey Pines in La Jolla. La Jolla is man. If you've never been to La Jolla, go to La Jolla. Beautiful. So we go, go eat lunch with him. Right. I'm sitting there. I'm looking out over the golf course at Torrey Pines, right? Eating lunch with our boy. I'm like, wow, who would have thought? I'm quiet because I'm looking, I'm observant, and I'm just watching shit, right? And I'm thinking, a poor kid from the west side of Cincinnati, Ohio, is sitting here in La Jolla at the Hilton at Torrey Pines, looking over this golf course. Like, it's, it's crazy to me, right? I'm just like, damn. So, get done eating. Friday, we go out, we kick it, we have a great time. Saturday comes. Now, Saturday I'm excited about because it's night before Super Bowl and the parties are next level. So, we're chilling. We find out Marcellus Wiley. Y'all know Marcellus Wiley. He's on the show uh, Speak for Yourself right now on Fox, former NFL player. He's having a party. So at the time he went by that dude, right? So he's having a party that night. So we like, oh shit, that's the spot to be. So we find out our boy Danny Clark, shout out Danny Clark, the double nickel. At the time he was playing for Jacksonville. Danny calls us because our boy TD is there. Shout out our boy TD. He calls, he's like, hey, I'm going to come pick y'all up from the telly. We going to that dude's party. Bet. So we pre-gaming. Oh, we pre-gaming. We in the lobby. Our lobby is where it's at. Anybody who's anybody is in the building. So I'm fresh, right? Now, I do have to kind of explain something. I am wearing a velour. It's a navy blue and like it's a the majority of the velour is navy blue. It's a velour academic suit. But it has like piping, you know, the little stripe, the line and shit, right? It's like a weird greenish color. But my shit fly. Because at the time, I had never seen nobody with it, right? So I'm like, ooh. So this is my thinking. I'm thinking, okay. I'm about to go to this party. I'm stepping up in there in the velour. Everybody else going to come with a Sunday best Easter suit, right? You know, it's a lot of... It's a lot of whack dressing niggas that are celebrities, right? And I'm like, these niggas gonna come in here extra whack. I'm gonna come in this bitch cool as a fan. And they gonna be choosing, right? Cause I'm feeling like I'm gonna walk up in there and they gonna be like, who's the guy that said, fuck the dress code, come in here in the velour. So that's what, that's my thinking. Only problem is y'all, I forgot to pack some white on white A1s to rock with my velour. So, to go back real quick to when my brother and I were shopping, 
The focus of my shopping trip was finding me some white on whites, which were my favorite shoe, right? I couldn't find no white on whites to save my life. People had black Air Force One. I would never in my life own a pair of black Air Force One. My mama would roll over in her grave if she seen me in some black Air Force One. So I'm like, no, I need some all white. So I couldn't find none. Y'all. The thing I had to get to wear with my shit. Do y'all remember um, diesel shoes? Y'all remember diesel? Nigga, don't act like y'all don't remember diesels. Nigga, I had to get some cream color in blue. Well, they was cream. Majority shoes was cream. With some blue stripes on diesel shoes. Nigga, my feelings was hurt. Anyway. We get to that dude's party. Oh, but on the way to the party, Danny Clark, our boy Danny Clark, was freestyling the whole way. Oh, nigga, we couldn't enjoy none of the music in the whip because he's freestyling. So anyway, we pull up to the party. The line is long as a CVS receipt. I'm like, oh, my God, nigga, this line long. We pull right up in front. Danny Clark throw the truck. <clears throat> Throw it in park, hop out, all the doors left open, throw the keys to the valet. We walk straight in. They like, come on, come on. We walk in. First person I see, Greg Anthony. Y'all know Greg Anthony. Used to play for the Knicks. Used to play for UNLV and a color commentator when it comes to basketball. I'm used to Greg Anthony's voice being the TV proper color color commentator guy voice, right? Really enunciating, pronunciates, and all that, right? articulates all his words we walk in we make eye contact the nigga has on a full easter suit he clean though but it's a full easter suit right so he got a group of people around him. make eye contact with us we walking in first thing he say what's up niggas we like what's up nigga give us a little head bob we keep it moving i said oh shit he's a regular nigga so i'm like okay 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 these celebrity niggas, some of them cool. Some of them corny and whack, but they cool. They're regular people. It's starting to really hit me like, you know, these motherfuckers just regular. We walking a little bit further. We hear the music. We see people walking out. People strolling up and down the hallways and shit. We bust a little corner. That's where the party jumping off at. Oh, nigga, it's in there and it's jumping. That shit is jumping. You hear me? First person I see when I walk in, Tim Dwight. Y'all remember Tim Dwight? White receiver played for the Chargers, went to Purdue, fast little cat, right? He in there with a full Burberry outfit on. I said, oh man, he in here with the, you know, the baby shower outfit. He in there. He dancing with a thick. Oh, listen to me. Listen to me when I say this though. Thick. Oh, she thick, y'all. Oh, she thick. Thicker than frozen peanut butter, right? Oh, she thick. Man, listen. I look. He dancing with a thick brown-skinned chick. I said, oh, nigga, she can have all the money in my pocket right now, right? Oh, he up on her. He ain't letting her go. I said, I feel you, my guy. I feel you. He give us the head bob like he like, hey, what's up? Y'all see me over here. I'm, shit, what's up? We start working our way around the party. We drinking. We having a good time. 
Next person I see. Maurice Green. Track runner Maurice Green. Oh, this nigga in here. His fashions are so terrible, nigga. This nigga has made some of the worst fashion choices to be in this party. He has on some red swish swish jogging pants. A blue FUBU Platinum t-shirt. And some running shoes. And he's way shorter than I thought, right? The nigga's in there dancing hard. He... <laughs> Like he on some, y'all remember how Carlton was dancing when he got them pills out of Will Locker? That's what Maurice Green is in now. But the music ain't fast, but he on some fat, he ain't even on beat. Oh, he, I'm talking about they in there with some like some mellow Ja Rule shit bumping, right? Like always on time, you know, the shit with the shot. Oh, but this nigga, <laughs> like he on that shit, right? He on that type of time. I'm like, oh, buddy in hell. Wildin'. Niggas sweating hard. Dance like the sweat on the like, you know, sweaty clothes and pits and shit. I'm like, oh, he tripping. So I'm looking like, damn. Even these famous niggas, you know, make bad fashion choices and shit. But I'm still confident in my kid. I'm like, okay. Everybody in here in church suits and and all type of like Steve Harvey wide leg suits and you know. Linen outfits like they going to a Frankie Beverly concert, right? So I'm like, nigga, bitches is going to be chosen. That's all I'm thinking, right? I got to piss. I go into the bathroom. There are three stalls, three urinal stalls, right? And then one like stall like with a toilet. I don't know who Buddy was in the toilet, but he was in there blowing that bitch down, right? Now, I don't know about y'all. I cannot take a shit at a party, club, kicking it event and get back to kicking it nigga i need to go home and get in some water right so i'm like oh buddy wow wow so there's three stalls for the urinal three urinal sections right with the divider shits right there's one guy at one there's a space in the middle and then there's the urinal on the other side so i'm like okay that's proper urinal etiquette you know you never want to be next to a nigga pissing right if something open so i'm like fuck it i'm going in the middle so i go in the middle and i'm pissing Y'all know proper urinal etiquette. Look straight ahead. Ain't no talking. Don't say shit to me. Niggas should not be talking with their dicks out, right? So, buddy on my left gets done. He go over to the sink. I get done. I go over to the sink to wash my hands. Dude on the right, he get done. He come behind. Dude that got done first that was on my left, who's standing next to me at the uh, sink, says, Oh, hey, that's a cold-ass outfit, my man. I like, appreciate it. I look over, it's Warren G. Warren G in that bitch with a leather on, a brown leather, some straight leg hard blues, and a t-shirt. I'm like, damn, buddy out here dressed real bad. Your fashion choices are terrible. Then I hear person that was on my right say, yeah, that is that is cold. I look, this used to play for the Vikings thing, Howard Griffin. I'm like, oh, appreciate it, man. So I still, I don't know how I feel. You know, two grown men in a bathroom complimenting me on my outfit. But, you know, I'm securing who I am. Fuck it. All right, cool. So I walk out. I'm like, okay, it's time to get chose. I need, I'm out here in all my splendor. Y'all see me. Y'all see me out here now. Looking good, smelling good. I'm just waiting to get chose, right? We have a great time the whole night. It's time to dip up out. Now, we know our hotel is popping, too, so we leave up out, right? Leave out. As we're walking out, 
I see somebody coming in stumbling. They're a little drunk. Person says, man, that's a cold ass outfit. I look, the nigga who said it has on the same outfit I do. I'm like, we on some double mint twin shit, right? Like we didn't call and plan this. It's Charles Rogers. My football fans, y'all remember Charles Rogers, receiver, uh, first round pick, came out of Michigan State, um, went to Detroit Lions, had some some troubles off the field, substance abuse or whatever. Um, who has passed away? God rest his soul. But that night he was like cold ass outfit, dapped him up. I like yeah man, dapped him up, hugged him, talked for a hot second like we was the best of friends. He went on about his business. I went on about mine. Like I said, God rest his soul. We go back to the hotel. Hotel is jumping. Bang. You hear me jumping, right? Our hotel is the spot. Having a great time. Kicking it. Drinking. Having fun. But I'm thinking, the kid inside of me is thinking, man, Super Bowl tomorrow, man. I'm about to be in the building, man. I can't wait. Go upstairs to my room, go to sleep, get up the next morning. I still can't believe it, right? I'm like, man, I'm really about to be sitting in this motherfucking stadium watching the Super Bowl. So we go. Like I said earlier, tickets in the fourth row. Get there and we're sitting down. I'm like, man. Pre-game, Beyonce performs with Carlos Santana. I'm like, Shit, this is dope. Two seconds later, Evander Holyfield walks down the steps. He's sitting in the row in front of me. As he's coming in to sit at his seat, we make eye contact. It ain't too many niggas up front. So, you know, y'all know how it is. Black folks, when we see each other, when we somewhere, we either A, ain't got no business, or B, ain't a lot of us, we're going to make that eye connection, get that head bob like, hey, what's up? For those who don't know that, what's up? Depending on how you give it, right? Now, if a nigga nod his head down, like put his chin down, like, hey, how are you doing? You know, like that head, nod, I know if some shit pop off, that ain't the nigga I'm, I'm looking to for help. If a nigga chin go up and get a head bob up, like, what's up? I know if shit get wild, that's a nigga I, I can go to, right? Evander give us the, what's up? I'm like, what's up, champ? He sit down. Cool. The row behind me is the cast of NYPD Blue. I'm like, okay, it's cool. Down the row where we are on our same row is Tiger Woods. I'm like, man, this is crazy. So I remember looking down at the floor for a minute and looking back up at the field because in my mind, I'm thinking this has to be a dream, right? And right before kickoff, I remember looking over at my brother real quick. He was standing up looking at something else. And I remember I'm sitting down. I look over at my brother just like, damn. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, two poor black kids from the Fay Apartments on the west side of Cincinnati are sitting at a Super Bowl game about to watch this shit pop off, right? That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, man, you can't make this shit up, man. So the game goes on, cool, halftime starts. For those who have never been to a Super Bowl, it's a it's a whole production. Like, it's a lot of moving parts. Shout out to them people because they be working. They be moving, getting shit together. 
and you have a time frame to get shit in and out stage put together broken down all that shit right Sting's performing at halftime I'm like damn this is crazy because I fuck with Sting I like Sting a lot like a lot of his music Shania Twain performs at halftime cool game finishes up the Buccaneers beat the dog shit out of the Raiders right I'm happy I've experienced the Super Bowl and it's about to get a little better we go down on the field now security's crazy we get down on the field. I'm looking, me and, me and my brother looking for our boy. But the first person I come across is Sean King. Shout out Sean King. Sean King at the time was the backup quarterback, but he had started like the year before, right? He and I make eye, eye contact. He's like, nope, we did it. We won the Super Bowl. He hype. I hug him. I dap him up. We talking shit. And I take a picture on the field. He and I, both being cappers, we throw the yo, take a picture. Behind us, you can see the scoreboard and shit, right? And if y'all follow me on social media or follow the um, the podcast on social media, you've probably come across the picture before. I'll post it again. But I'm like, holy shit, I'm on the field at a Super Bowl. Confetti and shit and people and media everywhere out there, right? That was my second, damn. Celebrities and athletes are just regular people, right? They're real, regular people do regular shit. Because when I was a kid, athletes and celebrities didn't have social media. So, you know, we didn't have social media. So we didn't get to see the comings and goings and ups and downs and everyday thing, you know, everyday happenings of their life. So they were mythical almost to us, right? So I still held certain celebrities and athletes to that. So game is over with. We go back to the hotel. Hotel is popping. It's popping. We partied and kicked it. I'm about to go up to my room because me and my brother got a super early flight in the morning. I get on the elevator by myself. Then I see my brother coming toward the elevator. So he gets on. Doors about to close. I hear, hey, hold that, hold that, hold that. Then I hear young lady, hold it, hold it. Once I heard the young lady, I'm like, okay, she, I'm about to hold that. Because for the dude, I ain't, fuck that nigga. I, I'm looking down. Y'all know most people on the elevator. We either look at the numbers or look at the floor. I'm looking at the floor. As I'm looking at the floor, I see a black church shoe get on. No socks. And it's connected to a leg and some black acid wash jeans. So I started making, looking up. Nigga. It's red from the five heartbeats. Nigga, y'all know red from the five heartbeats. Also the bus driver on speed, right? So red from the five heartbeats, get on. Nigga has on some black church shoes. No socks. Some super tight black like stone wash acid wash jeans with a black belt with a black like titty shirt on y'all remember jesse powell sung song you that shit right y'all remember the video where he had the the uh the spandex shirt on niggas used to rock them back in the day right so red from the five heartbeats got a black one tucked into his jeans he got some braids in 
This nigga smelled amazing. Smelt amazing. I don't know what cologne he had, but it smelled amazing. He had two of the baddest young light skin tenders with him. Oh, he got arms around both of them, clutched. Uh. He said, How y'all boys doing tonight? I'm like, We good. What's up, man? I look over at my brother. He look at me. And we, you know, got that connection, right? I know we both thinking, like, Nigga, is this red? Get to his floor. The one on his left, he usher off first. One on his right, he usher off first. Then nigga turn around, look at us, he say, now y'all fellas have a good night. And walked off. And I said right then, these celebrity niggas is regular people. Who they? <laughs>